The National Desk, Conversations, America's News Now. I'm Jane Jeffcoat, and welcome to episode 28 of the National Desk Conversations. Every weekday, we invite newsmakers onto our morning television broadcast to discuss topics everybody's talking about. On today's podcast, we revisit our inspiring conversation with entrepreneur and best-selling author Robert Wallace. He grew up in one of the toughest neighborhoods in the country. The projects of Baltimore at the height of the civil rights movement in America when segregation was coming to an end and closing the gap of the racial divide was only beginning. The rags to riches story of entrepreneur and best-selling author Robert Wallace has already inspired a new generation. As we celebrate Black History Month, we take a look at his journey that all began with a pivotal moment, a conversation with his father that ultimately changed the trajectory of his childhood and career. Robert Wallace was just 12 years old when the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. He remembers so vividly watching the news reports and escalating racial tension of 1960s America. And I said to my dad, Dad, why does this country hate us so much? He said, what do you mean? I said, well, well, Dad, the, to, to treat people the way that we've been treated over these last 400 plus years, you have to not like someone to treat them that, that poorly. Why is, it, why is that the case? And my dad paused for a moment, and I, I think he prayed, and I think he thought about it. He said, white folks are just like black folks. I said, what do you mean, Dad? He said, well, you got good white folks, you got bad folks. You got good uh, black people, you have bad black people. He said, what you've got to figure out is, how do you seek out those of goodwill, regardless of their color, and how do you work together to make America a better place? That one conversation changed everything for Bob. Growing up in Cherry Hill, one of the poorest and most dangerous areas of Baltimore, he only had dreams of getting a high school diploma and attending college. He says he would have missed it, missed the encouragement and trust of two white teachers from his high school who saw something in him that he didn't see in himself. Mr. Sanford and Mr. Knighty pulled me aside one day and said, Wallace, we need to talk to you. Now, I'm thinking I'm in trouble, right? So, I'm, you know, I'm a little nervous. And they say, we've been talking and we think that you have what it takes. To, to be successful in an Ivy League school. And we're going to help you in that process. And in these two men, these two white men, one was the Jewish American and one was the Polish American, they, for, for whatever reason, they saw in Bob Wallace a, a something there that they wanted to invest in. And those two men made a difference in my life. And Bob graduated from the University of Pennsylvania and from Dartmouth with an MBA from the Tuck School of Business. He went on to work at IBM, Procter & Gamble, and Westinghouse. He worked in corporate America for 10 years before starting his own successful tech and energy companies. On those tough days, he says he's often reminded of the resilience of his dad who had many jobs. Growing up in the boxing world and at one time was the sparring partner for boxing champ Joe Lewis. His dad's words still ring true today. Never give up, never back up, never back down, right? And keep swinging until the bell sounds. And that's the same way we, we, we had built our lives. You can never give up. You gotta keep going. I've had days in my journey where it was so bad and I was so low and my prayer was simply, Lord, help me get through this day. Forget mm -hmm. tomorrow, forget mm -hmm. next week. Help me to get through this day. 
He's honored the same principles in business that were instilled in him at a young age. He says the key to success is having spiritual fortitude and realizing you can't lead without first serving. Bob's greatest passion is helping others build their business and leading mission trips to Africa where he's helped build several schools and orphanages. But his greatest accomplishment, raising five children with his wife, a biotech engineer. Bob documented his journey to success with eight best-selling books, including Black Wealth, Strategic Partnerships, and his latest, Let God Be God. Let God Be God is a recognition that there's a greater power than, than you, than yourself, and that that power is ready and prepared to, to provide power to you. Power is simply the ability to achieve your purpose in the face of adversity. So, so given that there are, there's a power source there that if we are wise and we know how to tap into it, can not only help us to use work through us to make humanity better, but to make us a better professional, to make us a better business, to make us a better engineer. And so many of us, we leave these blessings on the table because we, we try to be God, right? That's human nature, right? We want to be God, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I'm saying in the book, let God be God. You, you be the servant, let God be God, and then watch him work miracles in your life. He is such an inspiration. And don't you love it when he says that he asks the Lord every day, Lord, just get me through the day. How many times have we done that? Sometimes every hour, right? Well, you can see the rest of my conversation with Bob Wallace by going to thenationaldesk.com. And that is episode 28 of the National Desk Conversations. Join me each weekday morning from 6 to 11 Eastern for the National Desk, America's News Now. Check your local listings or you can stream it on our website, thenationaldesk.com. Our podcast comes out twice a week with fresh newsmaker interviews. The conversation continues. Until next time, from the National Desk, I'm Jan Jeffcoat.